All right, everyone, welcome back to the Money Revelation Podcast. And today I have a very special guest again on Diane Salvaggio from Mortgage One uh, is here. And we're going to talk a little bit about debt consolidation, home equities, kind of what the market looks like and what we think um, is going to happen in 2024 and what to kind of navigate and how to do it. So Diane, welcome. And why don't you tell me or tell us a little bit about you? Good to be here with you, Brian. Um, again, my name is Diane Savaggio. I'm a branch manager, senior loan officer with Mortgage One. We are a Macomb County-based lender, very well known in our community and really around the state of Michigan. Um, I've been in the industry for many years, been with Mortgage One basically my whole career as being a loan officer. And uh, I love my job and I want to share as much information with uh, your good clients today that I possibly can on an option called Home Equity Lines of Credit. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Um, yeah, so today's topic, it's a hot one. And I don't just say hot ones all the time. I do. But, you know, it really is. I've had a lot of people ask me. I know Diane has had a lot of conversation about this in the last six to 12 months, even up to 18 months. But Debt consolidation, is it a good idea? We need more details on it. You know, I mean, should we use our home equity if we need to? Should we do 0% interest? I can pitch in a little bit on that on credit cards. But Diane, overall, tell us like what type of products with the home equity line of credit, maybe what rates are like. Uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on it when it comes to HELOCs and debt consolidation. Okay, so first of all, anyone who maybe doesn't know what a HELOC means, it's basically um, a shortened version of home equity line of credit. And what it basically is, is a second mortgage, if you will, on your home. So I think they're a great product for some reasons. And for some reasons, it's one to stay away for a lot just depends on your own individual situation. So as Everybody probably knows right now the housing market is hot. Our homes are at an all-time high with equity. So it is a good time to do a home equity line of credit with that equity that you have in your property. What people typically do when they get a home equity line of credit, um, it's usually for three purposes. I get people that come to me that want to do home improvements on their home and they don't have the cash available. Other folks want to do debt consolidation because, you know, the economy has been a little rough and a lot of people have ramped up their credit card debt. And as we know, credit cards are, you know, anywhere from 21 to 25 percent. So this is a vehicle you can also use um, if you're going to buy a second home, maybe a vacation property. You can take the equity out of your current home and leverage that to buy something else. Now, where I try to coach my clients is this is not something you want to do rinse and repeat over and over again. It's something you want to be very thoughtful about and basically do the math, okay? Numbers don't lie. So if you're going to do it, to do it primarily for home improvements, beautiful, because you're just going to add more value to your home. It's going to be a way that you can take out this line of credit, improve the property, and pay it over time. If you're going to go down the path of debt consolidation, that's one that we've got to have a real honest discussion about. And the first thing that I like to express to my clients is look at those credit card bills and figure out how you got into all that debt in the first place. Because just by virtue of doing a home equity line of credit, 
and paying off all the credit card debt doesn't mean it's not going to happen again if you're spending above your budget. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I like to tell people, um, even now with all this equity, be really cautious. Do it once maybe as a reset button if you're doing it for debt consolidation, but be very mindful that you don't fall into that same trap again. Um, with the instance of credit cards, you know, it, in a cash society, you you spend it, you see it going down in your wallet, you know what you've got left and you know what you can afford. When we start getting into the world of plastic, you're swiping mindlessly and sometimes you don't even realize what it is you're spending money on. And it can be foolish purchases that are falling, you know, putting you into a, a, a pattern of debt. So just for example, if you were to have, let's say, a $1,500 credit card balance, right, at 21% interest, if you are only making that interest payment every month, that minimum payment, it's literally going to take you nine years to pay off that $1,500. So you can see, you know, with, with the home equity line of credit, you know, you can then pay it off and not have to just be trying to keep up with that minimum monthly payment. So one of the products that Mortgage One has brought um, to the loan officers to sell to the public is one called a figure HELOC. And this particular HELOC, you can borrow anywhere from $25,000 up to $400,000, depending on what your equity position is in your home. Rates are going to vary, again, based on your debt to income, based on the equity and product and the property, your credit score. You're going to be able to do up to an 85% loan to value. So in other words, what is your house worth versus the loan that you want to borrow? Um, again, we also loan money on secondary residence. If you have like a free and clear investment, pro not investment property, but a second home, we can also go up to 70%. So it's a, it's, it's a doable vehicle to pay off all those high interest credit cards. Even if you're at the high end of the spectrum at 15%, doing the math, you're still ahead. My my point, though, is you got to be real and honest with yourself that you don't rinse and repeat that same cycle and, and max out the cards again, because yeah. your home is your biggest, most important asset. You don't want to water down that important asset with credit card debt. So it's it's absolutely a vehicle that will work for a lot of folks if they have that high credit card debt. But again, you know, first sit down and recognize where your, your spending habits are to make sure that this doesn't get, you know, repeated again. And the way I do the math for my clients is I take a look at how much credit card debt they have out there. I want, like to know what the interest rates are on those credit cards, what the minimum monthly payments are. And then we basically do a math equation. We look at, okay, if we do the HELOC, what will the payment be at the highest interest rate? And then you'll know what that monthly payment now looks like. So then you compare it to what are your minimum payments on those credit cards and it should improve your cash flow. Yeah. You know, and, and if you take out a HELOC, you know, you're always smart too to keep a little bit of the cash set aside so that if the water heater blows, now you're not back into a credit card situation again. Right. Okay. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, what I'm looking for when I'm trying to, you know, advise a client as to whether or not it would be advantageous to take advantage of a HELOC. Awesome. That is a lot of information, but it's, it's similar to, I was in banking and we, we, we sold the products as well. And now what I see now is a couple of key points you hit on are, let's say you take a $25,000 home equity, mm -hmm. um, 
there's a pretty good chance, depending on you spread it out over a certain amount of years, you know, the interest rate is probably at least half of what most of the credit cards are, if not a little bit more, actually. You're, you, you know, if you got four or five credit cards that maybe your minimum payments are over 500 bucks, there's a chance that HELOC, if you take 20 of the 25 to pay off credit card and keep five or something, it, it could be mm-hmm. a two or $300 a month savings, if not more. Um, Absolutely. But the key is what you said is not maxing out your home either. It's, it, you know, just because you might have $100,000 in home or in equity, doesn't mean, hey, let's go for the top match. Absolutely. <laughs> let's go because if right. you see what the market's done the last two years, your home all of a sudden in six months could be worth $20,000 less out of nowhere. And you're going to be in some real trouble at that point. Um, Correct. But, but yeah. And then the other thing you did say is, yeah, just it's, it's hard. It's more of a mindset thing. It's what I see a lot today too. in a lot of my clients and people that do bring it up is, okay. We know there's an option out there. We know mm-hmm. there's that. There's 0% interest credit cards. I could transfer this one or two credit cards to that for 18 more months. But then that mindset kicks in. Okay, just because I'm doing this, now can I keep that balance off these other credit cards? That's key. Right. And so if you transfer all this money to a home equity in our conversation that we're having here, line of credit for $20,000, what are you going to do about those four or five credit cards now? That's the key. It's, right. it's keep them in your in your, your drawer. You know, obviously a big portion of this for the mortgage world and finance and banking and everything that I do is you don't just go close all your credit cards because that's not going to help you. That's correct. Your credit score, right. you know, especially right. if they're all five or 10 years old and they have a good history on them. Now, you know, if you got four of them and you're like, listen, this one's a year old. Okay. Maybe, maybe if it's tempting and- Correct. You just can't keep it out of your pocket, cut it up, do whatever you want to do with it. Um, But yeah, you hit on a lot of great key points on that. Um, And it can work. That's the thing. We're not here to discourage. We're just trying to advise you of the things to really think about before you just say, oh, that sounds good. I got approved for a hundred thousand. Don't just jump in with the bank or the mortgage company or whoever you end up doing this with, because you got to really sit down like Diane said and write it all out and think, okay, just because I get 80,000 or a hundred thousand, I don't think we need to do that much. Like we might need some home improvements. Like Diane said, maybe five grand in the bank because a grand doesn't do anything now. That's so right. five grand in case our heater blows because it is old or our furnace like mine was two or last year. And like just thinking of things to keep extra almost as an emergency savings, because like you said, it is linked to your home. That's the scary part. And yes. so if you max it out or and something goes wrong and all of a sudden your house is worth less and all of a sudden you're you know, you can't afford the payments or, you know, and that's another thing that people don't really think about that you really need to is what happens if next week you get hurt and you can't work or your spouse can't work. And all of a sudden your income gets cut in third. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, why did we do this basically? So that's other things that um, you just want to think about before you just push the button, as I say. So absolutely you do because Again, I think your point in saying just because you can, you necessarily shouldn't though. Mm-hmm. And again, I go back to, I think the the key point here is that if you're going to take that credit card debt and we're now going to roll it into this, uh, this home equity loan situation, 
You have to be real with yourself to determine, was this a one-time only thing that we got into all this credit card debt or are we yeah. just spending recklessly? You have to be mindfully spending. Um, the good news too, though, another point that I, I, I do want to mention, if you utilize a home equity line of credit and let's say you build a garage or you possibly finish a basement or add a mm -hmm. bathroom, now that home equity line of credit also becomes tax deductible mm -hmm. because the interest that you pay on it, because you you improved your real estate, yeah. you can now use that as a tax deduction. It's and I'm app. not an account and I'm not a C, uh, an attorney. I, I am a tax person. But you are a tax guy <laughs> and I'm correct about that, right? You that can. Is, yeah, right. we don't do too okay. many of them, but it's considered a home improvement. Correct. And so you can write off portion of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Up to a certain amount, depending on your situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you have to be able to itemize your tax return. Otherwise, that's you can't write thing. any of it off. But, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of another way that, you know, if you're living in a home that maybe the air conditioning is just not working, you know, then that's kind of a smart thing because, okay, you're pulling a home equity line of credit, but you're also improving that asset. Mm -hmm. So, in that respect, you know, it's a little bit more forgiving. But I think in this um, economy that we're in, I think all of us need to be a little bit more mindful that we have some cash on hand for emergencies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, credit card really should be your last resort. Yeah. Um, and my biggest thing is, you know, looking at banking statements, looking at credit card statements, because I think we are a mindless swiping society and it mm -hmm. can get some people into a lot of trouble. But the, we do have a great home equity product here. Most credit unions and banks will also offer those to you. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I would also encourage anyone who is, you know, maybe struggling with, you know, their finances and their budget. Um, Brian, you have helped so many of my clients oh, and you, you are a wealth of knowledge. I would really encourage anyone watching this, you know, if you are really unsure don't just jump at the first thing that looks like it's the easy button. Sit down yeah. with someone like Brian or I'm happy to sit down and mm -hmm. actually work out numbers and, you know, show you where the mm -hmm. savings will be. The one good thing about numbers is they don't lie. They're black and white, you know, and it is, it is what right? it is on the visual spreadsheet, as I call yeah. it. If you see it. I'm yeah. not making it up. This is what, what your numbers are. So exactly. But you know, you have to have that really good, truthful session with yourself of, you know, how did we get here and let's not get here again? Because what we don't want to see is exactly what you said. Right now we're in a great stable real estate market. We really don't know what a year or two might bring down the road. Someone could get ill and not be able to work. I mean, there's so many things that can happen. So we, if you decide to go this route, just do your due diligence, you know, talk to you, Brian, or someone else, mm -hmm. you know, cause sometimes couples have trouble. The, the blame game starts going with, well, you overspend, no, you overspend. Well, you are too addicted to Starbucks, about, right? Yeah. I've been and talking so, about this a lot lately with a lot yeah. of uh, fellow coaches and, you know, it, it it's, it does happen in a lot of couples is it's not even just the blaming, just one person sometimes doesn't think they have problems and they don't need help. Exactly. Um, and that's okay. It's okay. It happens a lot. You guys, I'm telling the audience, it does happen a lot. If you're sitting here saying, yep, that's us. Yeah. A mm -hmm. lot of people I'm bumping into it is, and it's okay because we can overcome that. And like, you can kind of get on the same page first and um, you know, 
And if you need guidance, like you said, I know Diane offers a complimentary chat through Mortgage One to yes, sit down I and do. figure out if there's anything she can do. I offer one if see if anything I can do. So, I mean, it's just the, it's getting to the point where people just got to reach out and that's okay. Yeah. You know, and it's been a rough year last year. And I think this is a very good topic that we're talking about because a lot of people are considering it. I know because you could just, there's a way to see what people are Googling guys. And exactly. you'd be surprised how popular debt consolidation has been the last six months. So I do my market research and <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. So that's important. What do you, Diane, we, we I just, I do want to wrap this up in a few minutes. It's been a lot of good information, but I do want to end on this question. What the scary part is, what do you see the rest of 2024 rates, guys, just so you know, it depends on what type of HELOC you do. But I I'm seeing a lot of 11, 11 and a half, 12 percent, 13 percent, definitely better than 20, 25, 30 percent credit cards. But what mm -hmm. do you see going forward? Are we kind of stagnant? I personally have my opinion, but I want to hear yours first. So what do you think uh, going forward? Well, I think going forward, it's. um. I think the word I like to use is tricky. I think it's it's tricky and slippery right now. You know, I, I hear a lot of news reports every day. Rates are coming down, rates are coming down, rates are coming down. The reality of that is they slowly are inching down, but in a lot of on a lot of days, they're rubber banding back up to where they were. So mm -hmm. we've been told that we should see a reduction in rates. We've been told that the property values are not going to decrease in 2024. I personally believe that in the next 45 days, that's going to be a good indicator as to where some of these rates are going to head. Mm -hmm. um, I um, think that this last couple of years has been particularly trying for a lot of people financially. Mm -hmm. And I, I speak to as many people in the know that I possibly can, and no one is 100% comfortable predicting what's going to happen. We're mm -hmm. just kind of, I feel I'm in a holding pattern at this point. Yeah. And that's why I think this topic is so timely because there's a lot of shame with people when it comes to their credit and their finances. And their debt, and, yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of times um, people are afraid to talk about it. They're embarrassed to talk about it. And this is truly a product that can provide relief for people. Um, especially when we really don't know where interest rates are heading. You know, you mm -hmm. really don't want to refinance your primary mortgage unless you're three quarters to a full point under where your current mortgage rate is. Mm -hmm. It's just not lucrative to pay all those closing costs for less than that decrease in a in an interest rate. Mm -hmm. And it's not there right now. So um, I'm not trying to dodge like a complete answer. Like, where do I think it's going? I think like a lot of us in this industry, we're waiting to see just like everybody else is. Yeah. And don't believe everything you read on the internet and don't believe everything that you read on the news. Talk to people <laughs> like you and me who are doing this every single day. Go to your local there. bank and your credit union who you trust and That's say, right. hey, what do you think is going on with your guys' CDs or rates and stuff like that? I mean, exactly. don't just watch, you know, you know, the certain news media and don't don't sit on social media too much and believe a lot of, you know, keyboard warriors, as I call them, because, right. you know, the, the truth is there. You just have to just ask the right people. 
you do. And a lot of times people lie. We'll be honest. There's nothing. There's no point for us to lie about it. And you, you just gave us the truth. My opinion on that is similar to hers. You know, I was in banking for a long time, guys. I know a lot about the different home equities. We did a lot of those products. I know a lot about the rates of personal loans and Mm -hmm. CDs and stuff like that. I'm going to tell you in 2024, I don't think a lot's going to change from where we are right now. And in the last couple of months, it's been great. You know, the market has been pretty nice the last couple of months. That's cool. But um, yeah, the rates aren't going to, they're going to, I think they're going to go boom, 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 boom. And if you're waiting for that big, ooh, down to 5% mortgage, nah, that's not going to happen. I don't think this year. So no, not 2024. But, you know, it is good to, so the final point I do want to make, thank you, Diane, for all this information. This was really valuable. I had a good time with this, but the final point that I want to make, and if you want to say any closing remarks, please let me know, is one, I will drop all of Diane's contact information and um, website and all that good stuff uh, to reach out to you. But two is, you know, there's products out there, guys. There is hope. I like to give a little positivity at the end of my call or my conversations here. Mm-hmm. There is hope out there. You just got to know who to ask and you have to set realistic expectations for yourself and take your time and do your research. That's the most important thing. I agree. And I think sometimes get out of our own comfort zone, reach out for help from a professional Mm -hmm. and make an educated decision. And that's exactly what you and I would do, Brian. You know, I'm not going to make a dollar off of somebody if it's not in their best interest. So go to that trusted resource, gather up whatever information you possibly can, and then make a good decision. So it's been a pleasure joining you tonight, Brian. I've Thank you. This, well. this is this this is fun. We'll have to maybe do a, a new episode, maybe six to six to ten months down the road when we get some more updates. It. I think it'll be really fun. Uh, thank you for c- coming on again, Diane. Um, and that is the rest of this episode, you guys. So we'll see you next time. Stay blessed and positive. <laughs>